boy talk, because there's nothing more feminist than a teenage boy talking about women. Episode 2, Mama, Mama? As you may have been able to guess from the very title of this episode, today on Boy Talk we're going to be discussing a topic which, while perhaps not near and dear to my own heart, is quite near and dear to one of the people I know, namely my mother. And that topic, yes, you guessed it. Or maybe you didn't. But anyways, here it is. Maternity leave. So, maternity leave, for those of you who don't know, or even just a brief summary of what the issue is, it's essentially a work leave given to mothers after they've given birth to their child. Parental leave, on the other hand, is leave given to either parent. Paternity leave specifically referring to the father, and maternity leave always, always referring to the mother. So, lots of different countries have various different maternity leave laws. And in my home country of the Philippines, one issue trying to really be pushed through Congress right now, one political initiative really trying to be pushed, is expansion of maternity leave to over 100 days. At first glance, this might seem like a pretty good move. I mean... More leave, more time for women to take off work to help take care of their children. That sounds good, right? It does sound good, and I mean, maternity leave is good up to a certain extent, but let's not get clouded by the PR machine running this whole thing behind the scenes. Each action in politics has some kind of calculated motive, and for one of the main senators actually pushing forth the bill, one of the main proponents of the bill, part of the reason why she's pushing so hard for the maternity leave bill isn't just to promote the plight of working mothers, and part of it is to promote the plight of working mothers, I'm not lying about that, is to help regain the trust that she has lost in the eyes of women. Now, the senator is a very big supporter of our current president, who's who has, at times, not exactly said the most flattering things about women. And when I mean most flattering, just Google his name and then remarks on women, and a lot of things will pop up, and a lot of them will not be that pleasant. And because I don't really want to utter them on this podcast, which is still run by a child, and so is also for all the children, it simply wouldn't be appropriate to air a lot of those comments out right here. But... In any case, the maternity leave law was essentially done as a PR stunt, which is depressing, because don't women deserve more than that, to have their needs be treated more than just some simple ploy to get more voters for an issue that really has some kind of significance in the 21st century? Because maternity leave, whether we like it or not, is a fast-growing reality, but so is the regulation of that maternity leave and making sure that it doesn't have any adverse effects on women trying to return to the workforce after they give birth. You see, while expanding maternity leave seems like a good option, as I've stated before, it doesn't always have such positive effects. After a certain point, it, maternity leave loses its effectiveness, especially as women who take the full amount of maternity leave, the prolonged maternity leave, they are often seen as less hireable in the eyes of employers. 
A study conducted by Harvard Business Review looking over dozens of businesses across Canada found that women who decided to take the full period of maternity leave in Canada rather than just a portion and have that be reflected on their applications were in fact seen as 10 to 15 percent less likely to be hireable, less likely to be seen as being able to hold a high demand position, a position which is not only in high demand, but also had long working hours, but comparatively higher pay than, than other such positions. Women shouldn't be penalized for deciding to have children or deciding to have to start a family because men aren't often held to the same standards because men are expected to go back to the workforce after their family has a child. That's also because they aren't the ones that's because we aren't the ones who actually have to give birth to a child and all. So there's not a lot of physical recuperation. But the simple fact that maternity leave rem remains such a constant throughout the entire world, while paternity leave kind of languages, pushes forth this idea, this seeming ideal, that men are always meant to be the breadwinners and women are always meant to be the caregivers. And this expansion of maternity leave, especially in the Philippines, only serves to strengthen that divide and only serves to continue locking women out of the workforce. Maternity leave is important. Maternity leave must be provided, but it only must be provided wisely and prudently because past a certain point, it only makes it more difficult for women to re-enter the workforce and become more and continue being productive members of society. One solution proposed by the Harvard Business Review was to increase the programs available to women when they weren't able to be in the workplace, such as when they're nursing a newborn child. By increasing these work-at-home programs, these telecommuting programs, there have been some marked improvements in the retention of women after they give birth. But the thing about so many of these work-at-home provisions, so many of these telecommuting provisions, is that they still make it difficult for a woman to seek significant upwards advancement at a career. And to be fair, this does have some merit. If a woman has to be working from home, has to be taking care of her child at the exact same time she's trying to work, does that suggest she's less dedicated to her job than a potential male counterpart? Now, it may not, but it, it can often come across that way. That, perhaps, is why so many women are increasingly shunted out of this primary career path or this primary career progression and onto things which don't offer them as much significant upward advancement. They have essentially hit the glass ceiling, now not just allowing them to look through, but now covered in infant-proof tape, infant-proof wrapping. And so, perhaps the best solution isn't to go and try to change how it is for working mothers to return to the workforce. It's about changing the entire culture around child raising as a whole, which might seem like a vast, almost uncertain societal movement, almost unwilling, almost impossible to do. And while that may be the case, it makes it no less noble. Because all of these issues surrounding maternity leave, surrounding the perceived hireability of women, all stem from the fact that women are always seen as the caregivers, always seen as the primary child takers. And that is why, again, 
Such prolonged absences, such as after childcare and, su and uh, such provided under maternity leave, can cause such major problems. When a man's wife is sick, when a man's partner is sick, oftentimes the man does not stay at home and take care of and take care of their ailing partner. Alternately, for a woman, the opposite is often the case, and this again stems from that concept, the idea that women are the ones tending the home, while men are the only ones going out there and making money. And this concept, this idea, cannot continue. But in order to change that, reforms must be made to the maternity leave system, to the parental leave system as a whole. Take a look at Sweden, for example. Sweden has up to 480 days of, paternal, of parental leave. Not maternity leave, not paternity leave, just parental leave for both, for both parents, which is meant to be split equally among either. As such, an idea of equality is enforced, an idea that both parents must be equally participatory in the entire child-rearing experience from the youngest age of the child as possible. An ideal of equality is driven for and is perhaps even reached. While this may not always work, and it works in Sweden as a first world country in the middle of Scandinavia with a population significantly less than 100 million people, things can still be learned from their efforts. Things can still be learned from their ideas. And that is why when it comes to these issues of motherhood, these intersectional issues of what it means for women in the workforce, whether it be mothers or prospective mothers and parents as a whole, reforms must be made to such systems because they only serve to reinforce the ideas that have existed with us through time immemorial and have only served to discriminate against women for time immemorial as well. It is Ruth Bader Ginsburg who once stated that while women may never be found once in the Constitution, neither can the word freedom. And how can freedom in modern society ever be truly achieved if such antiquated systems of maternity and paternity leave only serve to increase the d divide between men and women when it comes to such child-rearing responsibilities? when all the responsibility is shunted onto the woman, leading to adverse effects not just in her personal, but also in her professional life. So, let us stand forth for equality. Let us move towards parental leave systems, which encourage the equality of child-rearing efforts, so that children can learn equally from both of their parents as role models. For a society which is not just more equal, but more egalitarian as a whole. So that it is not just mother raising the child, but father as well. Creating a society in which we can all be potentially proud of. Such systems as equal parental leave are not always achievable. And as I said before, not always able to be implemented out of a select few countries but they serve as models for us to attempt to achieve something, for us to attempt to go for something beyond what we have presently. And that is why they are so important. So, even though maternity leave still remains as important as ever, that 
we know that women must have time off of work to raise their children. Fathers should too. And the only way to push forth such ideals, the only way to ensure that women aren't, oh, aren't burdened by such societal expectations, the expectations that they are less hireable because they obviously must be the one de dedicating most of their time to the raising of their infant child rather, rather than their other partner, is antiquated. And it is such system, and it's only by pressing forth for equality and more egalitarianism in terms of in terms of lead policy that we can ever hope to achieve a better world. Thank you and tune in next week. See you.